It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the charred ruins of William Fox Elementary School at 2300 Hanover Avenue in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, let's get the podcast over with before the referees ruin it right before it ends. There are no referees here, Matt. Well, (laughs) you won't be saying that when they ruin it right before the end of the podcast. Okay, well. Come on, let's get going. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Um, Yeah, so uh, it it was a great Super Bowl, Martin. Um, You told me it was the maybe the best one you've ever seen um it's the it's possibly the best one of all time and you also probably are only saying that because of the ridiculous amount of money that you won gambling on the game that's 100% yeah. true i would i would uh, say quick. it's the best game i ever saw too if i won that yeah if you won if you won $1500 yeah. um so quick fact that commercial with like the QR codes that were just bouncing around, mm-hmm. it didn't work. I had multiple people at the party say that my TV was broken. Yeah. Well, get a new uh, TV. And no one money. knew no one knew what the commercial was about. Uh so evidently the uh the server or the whatever for the company that bought the ad crashed right right at the time that the ad was online. So, Oh, that seems convenient. Yeah. It was the rush. A little too convenient. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that, you know, all those ads reminded me of, uh, of our, one of our fun segments in season five, good old gravy and Gravo. Right. We have a, you know, quick update. You know, I don't know. I think that these are like, parables Uh uh-huh you know for our listeners and for us right you know you can choose who you want to be it's not too late right right and you you, the only way to make the right choice you know is is to let's talk about what what these two got into this uh this time around um yeah i'm ready i'm ready i guess uh they they both attended a catered event Yes, um, it might have been. I think it was possibly a Super Bowl like VIP pre party, oh, like at the. But it wasn't one of the ones that we attended at the Country Club. Yes, hundred percent in the Reince Priebus uh, ballroom. Yes. Okay. We didn't get an invite. Um, no. I know. I checked all the boxes, Matt. Okay. Well, we'll, t- so, we'll obviously we'll work, you didn't. we'll work with Seth on it. Um, yeah, he wouldn't get invited there either. Oh, yeah, good point. Well, we'll, True. we'll, you know, maybe Johnny then. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. So, so this is what happened when Gravo attended this cater event. Okay, he made sure yeah. to let everyone be served before he starts eating. And then he eats a modest amount, and his etiquette reflects his generous and respectful spirit. Well, when 
Gravy was at the same event, he ensured that he was first to be served food. And he eats as much as he can, as quickly as he can. This ensures he can get more food in case the host did not order enough. Eating speed and quantity of food consumed are the order of the day when gravy is at your event. Yeah, I mean, I, all I can say is, is that just strikes, that strikes a chord of authenticity. Um, now, you know, I've been known to eat as much and as, as quickly as I can on a few occasions, but not at catered events. Um, right. And, um, you know, this kind of, uh, self-absorption, you know, on, on behalf of gravy, uh, just, you know, it's the wrong path. Um, Gravo, you know, uh, you, you don't have to be exactly like Gravo, but when you see Gravo and you, you watch his behavior, you know, that, that he's the guy that, he has the most friends and, um, you know. He's just the kind of guy you like to be right, around. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, you know, moving on, I think it's time for us to uh, get into the nitty gritty here. And uh, Yeah. So let me jump yeah. in here. Um, as many of you know, Matt and I are affiliated with an LLC, Step Mill Enterprises. Neither of us are the owners or partners. We're affiliated, right. not legally. I just have to say that at the right, beginning. Right. Um, and we have some files that, although we can't release them legally in full, they're proprietary reasons. Uh, Matt is being audited, and we might be working on a screenplay. Right. Anyway, we can't fully release them. But they're really interesting and dare I say shocking. Yes. You you should say shocking because they are. Exactly. So I don't know, Matt, do you want to let everyone know what you're looking at there? Yeah, so again, you know, I'm only affiliated with Step Mill Enterprises, but um this was a recent one. I I, I don't know well. So what we found out, or what I found in the in the files, was um, that actually uh, there is a plan for the Chicago White Sox to um, take over Soldier Field from the Bears, evict them, send them to Arlington Heights where no one wants to go, and make Soldier Field their new stadium. Now, how did I? How did we find this? Well, so I started. I, I asked some of our uh, interns to start, or not ours. That's the wrong way. The ones that work for Step Mill Enterprises. I, I asked them about the uh, the new sound effect at Soldier Field, Martin. You know, in the last couple of years it started up. Or like the the engine noises or whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what you oh. call them is engine noises. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not mechanical. Oh, they're they're a sound. Okay, well, they're they're uh, air raid sirens, right? 
Yeah, and they're they're noises. <laughs> okay, so you know what they they do is they start you know they start to and they wind up and they get loud and it it's like the crowd is supposed to respond to this. Well, this is this is why would they do that? First of all, what why would they? That has nothing to do with football, but it does have some history in the history of Chicago. Now, you may remember, Martin, before you were born, and me, but the White Sox went to the World Series in 1959. That was one of the the only years that the Yankees did not go to the World Series because they went like 10 times in a row. That's yeah. true. That is a yeah. true fact. And But in this year, the White Sox beat beat them and won the AL pennant. And on the night that they won, they were not in Chicago, they were in Cleveland. The night that they won, the uh, chief of the Chicago Fire Department started the air raid sirens, and they were blaring all over the city. And of course, people freaked out if they didn't know what was going on, if they weren't White Sox fans, which at that time, there were probably very few that weren't. But anyway, um, so they freaked out. It was the Cold War. People were mad for a while. Then it, it settled down. But Martin, do you know the name of the chief of the fire department? No, I don't. Robert Quinn. Who? He is also on the Bears. Who is the uh, defensive end that just broke the single season? sack record for the Bears Robert Quinn I mean I can't believe that this is just coming out well so it goes deeper you know I'm not I don't know that I'm gonna I I, just you know we want legal to to take a look at some of this stuff but what I'm here to tell you is that uh, this is a sign of the White Sox moving in the direction of evicting the Bears to a big flat place in the middle of um, a bunch of highways out in Arlington Heights where they're going to make so much more money, yada, yada, yada. And then the White Sox can have the, which will then be by far the best baseball stadium in all of baseball right on the shore of Lake Michigan. That's insane. I know. And thank you for being brave enough to report that. You're welcome. Thank you for thanking me. Um, Are you concerned about any backlash? I mean, yes, I am. Um, But, you know, um, you know, what am I supposed to do? I mean, you've only got one life to live. I only have one life to live. And you're not a cat. And I just. You know, I want to, I want to just for once, I want to live on the leading edge of life. And so I am. And they, they, well, I, you know, and you. they, they, thank and you. yeah, they can sue me, but I don't have any money. So they probably, yeah. So the yeah, joke's exactly. on them. Now, before I get into mine, I have, and this may be related. So I have two friends, you know them as well. They're your friends. Oh. 
So initially, they lived in LaGrange, okay. Illinois. They lived above a hobby shop for a they while. They did? Yeah. And they were getting married, and one of them works in Villa Park, and one of them lives in Wilmette. Okay. Or, I mean, works in Wilmette, works in Villa Park. So the the man, it's a man and a woman. Oh, the man's first name is Mike. Oh. We'll call him Mike P. Or, yeah, that's okay. what we'll call him. So he's very mathematical, I guess. So he took Villa Park and Wilmette and found the midpoint between them and then drew concentric circles around the midpoint and then decided that they should move and buy a home in Arlington Heights. Now, they really just wanted to stay in LaGrange this whole time, but this would be much easier for work was right. their plan. But in this whole map process and the concentric circles and the midpoint, they never once looked at actual roads or traffic. Okay. So it turns out in their move to Arlington Heights, after they had purchased their home, they realized that both of them now had further drives than they did when they lived in LaGrange. Well, once again, math solves all the problems of the world. Yeah, so you math deniers out there take a lesson yes. from this. Well, this information is definitely national. It's perhaps international. Okay. And again, I can't, I mean, this is probably a thirty to 45,000 page dossier with documents and GIFs and JPEGs and audio recordings. Really? I, yeah, I don't have the time to share it all with you, but I think if you listen, you'll see all the lines are drawn really carefully. So, Matt, do you know Senator Tommy Tuberville? Yeah, from uh, Alabama. Correct. Well, it turns out he went to the Hermitage High School. Okay. Named after the home of former President Andrew Jackson, okay. who owned yes. slaves. Later on in his career, he was a, a coach for a long time, a he football was. coach. He coached at Old Miss, the Rebels. Okay. Now, while he was there, they said they would have to carry him out of there in a pine box before he would leave. So that means he'd have to be dead before he would okay. leave there. And then weeks later, he left. So he's dead. Oh, my God. But there's more. There's more. Hold on. I know. While at Texas Tech, he slapped a graduate assistant, and the headphones came off of the graduate assistant's head. So clearly, when he died, there was some sort of anger issues. Yeah. Maybe he had it all the way back from one who was a rebel. I don't know. Well, I, actually, I do know. And now you all do as well. After he was out of coaching, he formed TS Capital Partners. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's true. And his partner was arrested for some illegal financial dealings and was sentenced to 10 years in mm -hmm. prison. Okay. So then he runs for Senate 
he wins. In 2021, he violated the Stock Act, which is a law that prohibits senators and congressmen from using inside information to trade stocks. And also you have to disclose when you buy or sell stocks. There's a whole nother thing with that, but he violated it 121 times. The square root of 121 is obviously 11. So what does this all mean? I think it's pretty clear. Slaves, rebels, dead, anger, 10 years, 100 and 21 times. Princess Diana died mysteriously. And there are a lot of questions still about that. A lot of questions. And then you look up in the sky every day and you see the airplanes and the chemtrails, which, as you know, are the water vapor that's released from airplanes that the government, obviously puts chemicals in to promote consumerism. Now, what kind of person would love consumerism? Maybe an older football coach with anger issues who's died and come back? I don't know. I do know, Matt. And again, I can't release all of the information right now for a variety of reasons, but it really gives people a lot to think about. And you know who's not talking about it? Everyone else in the podcast community. I makes you wonder yeah, why. I, if you could see me, I have my hand across my chest because I feel like my heart is pounding so hard it's gonna shoot out, break my ribs, and go shooting out across the room. I know. Like, have you ever considered like large corporations, like Yum Brands? Yeah. This is exactly the kind of thing they don't want to get out there. But I can't believe Tommy Tuberville is dead. But he's still a senator. It's pretty clear that he is. No wonder. He might be a zombie. Right. That's also, possible. Or it could be like a weekend at Bernie's. Are you sure he coached at Old Miss? Old, sorry, Old Miss? Um, well, according to my records, yeah, he... Coach at Old Miss from 1995 to 1998. Wow. Crazy. Then he went to right. Auburn. Um, Just yeah. crazy. And you won't be surprised to hear this, but Tommy Tuberville was divorced before he coached at Old Miss. Mm. So there's no way his previous wife could tell everyone that he died and came yeah. back. Because they were divorced, probably, it was probably a, a divorce for, for hire type of thing, you know. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know the same thing happened happens all the time. I well, happened to Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I feel like you know. I mean, this is all just so shocking, and you know the truth. The truth will set you free, Martin. And, uh, you know, you have a lot of, um, you're brave and your courage is just, it's shining like a bright star in the sky that I can see from here in Virginia. 
I can see it all the way from here. And I'm just, you know, I'm grateful for for this information, and I know our listeners are too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I feel in a lot of ways like the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz who had to go on a, a journey of epic proportions only to realize that he had the courage inside right. of him the whole time. Right. Yeah. Well, and uh, congratulations on your journey. But let's remember that, you know, this is just the beginning. And so Step Mill Enterprises, you know, uh, is a place that we're proud to be affiliated with. And, and we just, you know, we want you, our listeners, to uh, to start to get a little bit more information about, you know, about this place. And uh, Martin, we have a we have a contest, actually. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, we're obviously looking to promote our brand and it's 2022 we feel like we need an update for our branding so we're looking for a new logo something that would appeal to the step mill enterprises clientele which i don't think we need to explain everyone knows what that is um so simple but also with an elegance and a mystery to it um, if it could fit either on a T-shirt, maybe the side of a yacht, um, it could be advertised, you know, it could be shown in commercials, and maybe also, like, put in a new MCU movie, like, in the background. Perfect. It could fill all those roles. And just don't, you know, as much as we like your kids, you know, don't don't have your kids do it. We We want it to be, you know, neat. It's not... We don't want it to be have crayon and you know gl- glue yeah. stick and all that stuff on it. I mean, you know that's cute and everything, but you know we have like jobs and a real life outside of this. You know we don't have you know all the time in the world to you know you know look at this cutesy stuff and send you know nice messages and stuff to your kids. So let's get right right down to yes. the brass tacks. We're looking for a new logo logo for Step Mill Enterprises. You can email it to us, dukeofpipso at gmail.com. You know, ideally, we will be showing the, all our submissions on Twitter, which you can always follow us at dpipso. If you see the picture of Jason Mraz, you're in the right place. All right. Well, let's move on to Haraz and Hazaz. Uh, Martin, I'm going to start us off this week with a hurrah. Uh, my hurrah oh, is for the gazpacho police. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, do yourself a favor and just look that up. Um, I just, I, the things sometimes that I hear that are being said by people who who are considered to be the finest statesmen and women in our country, the representatives keeping one of the world's greatest democracies running. Uh, some of the things they say is, are just so re- ridiculous. Um, and I just, you know, at this point with, with the, four, you know, like also uh, ha- have the uh, have the press conference at the Four Seasons. 
and then it's in front of some landscaping company called Four Seasons Landscaping. Just the constant stream of dumb things that are said and and done by certain people that either work for our government, used to, are trying to work again. Uh, I just got to give them a hurrah because if if it, I didn't have these things to laugh at, it would I would I don't know what I would, what I would do. It would be depressing though. <laughs> let me just put it that way. Um, but boy, the gazpacho police. I I don't know if anything could top that really, I, and I don't want it to. Oh, but boy, man, wow! Talk about being just completely wrong. And not knowing, first of all, not knowing what the Gestapo was, and then not knowing what Gaspacho is, and just, you know, I don't know. I feel like if you're elected to be a U.S. representative, you should know those things. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for the laughs. But to be hurrah. To be fair, Gaspacho is like really cold tomato soup, <laughs> which is really gross. And the Gestapo is a secret police of Germany who were also really gross. <laughs> yeah, right. But but you know the see that's what I mean. You know the difference. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, you can some things yeah. Gazpacho and ketchup are similar too. But you didn't call you know, you you weren't saying the ketchup police, okay? No, I hope we never get to a point where we well, have the ketchup if we, police. If we might. So, anyway. Yeah, well, great, great hurrah. Um, So mine is a little bit personal here. Um, So recently I bought a really, really cool minivan. It's a hybrid. I don't know if anyone knows about hybrid technology, but it's both fuel efficient and low low emissions on purpose. So around Chicago, they have a variety, you know, like the grocery store, some other places will have parking just for low emitting and fuel efficient mm-hmm. vehicles. They're right in the front. So I'm like, oh, now I can take advantage of these spots. And what I've noticed is about half the cars in there are not low emitting or fuel efficient. Is that right? It is right. And the drivers just think that they can park wherever they want. I don't know what gives them the right. Actually, I know what gives them the right to park there. Nothing. Nothing gives them the right to park there. They should take their gas guzzlers to the back of the lot and have to walk. Well, nothing gives you the right to park there either. Who are you? No, my car is both low-emitting and fuel yeah, efficient. Yeah, compared man. to a regular gas one. It's not That's what the spots are for. No, they're not for that. No. They're not. I disagree. It says low emitting and Yours fuel efficient. Yours is lower emitting and more fuel efficient than a regular Toyota. It says hybrid Whatever. on the car with a wave that means like it's good for the environment. Oh boy, here we go. I knew there was something about you buying that van that was going to end up being sort of annoying. I mean, now you're complaining. Oh, not I, everybody oh like, look at me. I'm look how fuel efficient my van is. And 
now I can't park in the good parking spots because all these these inefficient cars are yeah. in the way. Sorry, Matt. I don't like look for like old police cruisers. They're gonna be like, I can get a great deal on this. It's a diesel. How do you know these cars? You don't know anything about cars. How do you know that they don't? Well, anyway, never mind. This I forgot that we're recording and not just talking. Well, I'm sorry, Mark. Yeah, you forget that a lot. No, it's it's already it's maybe I can't maybe it. it's out. Mayor there. Lightfoot can help. Yeah, you love her. No. Yeah, just no, say it. You or do. your alderman, alder person. Well, oh, he's good. cool. Well, then he's he sounds like the kind of guy that would love to to hear you talk about your hybrid van. It has so much space in the back for activities. Does also. it have a card table? You could, could okay, pull well. it back there. The all the nice. seats fold down. Yeah. You could throw a couple of bean bags nice. back there. Johnny could hang out there and talk about like weird books about Latin America. Good. It'd be awesome. Well, yeah. Let's let's wrap well, it up. Uh we've you know we've been This is clearly yeah, our we, best we show wanna, ever. We want to do it before the referees show up. And uh happy President's Day. So don't everybody. Yeah. Don't forget about the Stab Mill Enterprises logo contest. Send your submissions to dukeofpipso at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at dpipso. If there's a profile pic of Jason Mraz, you're in the right place. Okay, have a great week, everybody. All right, see ya.